plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Thursday, and it's our Food Story Thursday. Thursdays are dedicated to new foods, new food products, new technologies in food system, uh, new technologies that are used to create our food supply, uh, news in the food system and food industry, and uh, we're also interviewing founders of new food uh, products or a few food companies, a lot of interesting stuff, stuff to keep your uh, food news feed updated and to keep you well informed about food supply that enters uh, our supermarkets, uh, our shopping, our grocery shopping carts, and eventually our fridges and our plates and our bodies, of course. So today we're talking about a few things, but uh, specifically about aqua bounty genetically engineered salmon. So this Friday, last Friday, last week Friday, the Food and Drug Administration announced that it would be allowing the genetically modified salmon, known as as Aqua Advantage salmon, to be imported to the U.S., lifting a ban that has been in place since 2016. So, genetically engineered salmon or bioengineered salmon uh, that is called Aqua Advantage. So, that uh, salmon can be grown twice as fast as traditional salmon, but you don't have to feed it as much. So, for example, if traditionally on the farm you can grow salmon in 36 months, then Aqua Bounty, uh, the company, Canadian company, can grow it in 18 months, saving resources um, for feeding that fish, that are used to feed that fish, uh, and also saving other resources. Because uh, besides uh, growing that fish twice as fast, it's fast Aqua Bounty, the company also uh, uses new technology, uh, land-based based recure, recirculating agriculture or aquaculture system. So basically, their fisheries, their f- uh, fish farms are inland, and they use uh, special, uh, you know, pools where they grow their fish uh, and waste products. They filter their water and reuse it, of course. And some of that water also goes to local farmers uh, to um, 
use uh, in farming uh, when they grow their vegetables, the waste uh, materials of um, fish life cycle, uh, they also filter them and make them solid and uh, give that give that to farmers to use as fertilizers. So um, the system is quite cutting edge. Um, cutting-edge engineering, and it saves a lot of resources, uh, and uh, the technologies that they use to uh, genetically modify their fish, they basically uh, introduce a new uh, set of growth hormone genes into salmon to make it grow as twice as fast as traditional salmon. And food and drug uh, um, well, Food and Drug Administration in U.S. Uh, didn't allow that salmon to come into the country because they were not sure uh, how to label it properly. Uh, and now um, the, there is an agreement that all genetically engineered uh, foods, like, for example, lab-grown meat or lab-grown dairy that is going to be uh, appearing on the market, on our food market more and more, uh, should be labeled uh as bioengineered foods, uh, and uh, but also uh, some farmers uh, and uh, people who work in agriculture want all this food to be labeled as genetically engineered. So you can probably you'll be able to uh, see both labels: genetically engineered or bioengineered foods. And that uh, particular salmon is going to be on the market uh, and probably in Whole Foods and uh, other stores, uh, good quality um, stores. It's going to be um, there probably soon. Uh, and uh, it's um it's approved and approved to be saved like all genetically modified foods but the thing is uh, even though, of course, they did some short-term research, and of course, nobody was poisoned, and of course, and of course, there was no uh, adverse uh, health effects. Uh, but we don't really know how, in the long term, it's gonna uh, interact with our genes because any food we eat, guys, it interacts on some level with our genes because uh, food. You know, almost every food, unless it's really, really heavily processed and has uh, no uh, genetic material left, all foods have its own gene. And we don't really know how genes in our foods interact with genes uh, in our body and how our DNA changes and how our gene expression changes based on that. So even though uh, this kind of fish, this kind of products uh, are not going to cause any diseases in short term, we don't really know what it's going to do to our genome and um, eventually to our long-term health and our longevity and uh, our whole human genome uh, in the long run. So I don't know about you guys. It's your own decision uh, whether to buy genetically modified foods or not. And probably, you know, a lot of our foods going to be genetically mo modified and already genetically uh, changed in some way right now. But I, and again, I don't know about you, but uh, when it comes to uh, myself, Personally, uh, I will stay with wild, uh, organic, and as close to its natural state uh, as possible or when it comes to food, uh, as long as it's possible. Because I don't really want to be a part of the experiment. I'm a huge self-experimentator, right? But when it comes to genetically modified, genetically engineered stuff, I'm not really sure. Uh, like... I don't want to be changing my long-term gene expression uh, by some 
genetically engineered whatever meat or fish or corn or soy uh, or other products uh, like at at this thing uh, i don't want to take chances but again it's up to you it's proven to be safe at least short term because nobody does long term studies ever and you never know how biased or you know uh, how honest those studies are although canada is pretty good with doing studies and making sure that their food supply uh, is safe and uh, they're going to have a facility in indiana making the their food making aqua bounty bioengineered salmon but the company and all the technology is uh, canadian so that's the news of the week uh, when it comes to food stories so look always guys when you buy any kind of food look at the label look what it says and uh, i highly recommend you to understand what it means so when it's going to say bioengineered or genetically engineered on any of the products that you uh, use understand that some sort of genetic modification was done to it in a science lab um, and um, the food is not the kind of food that it's not the same as traditional food. Uh, for example, when it comes to that particular genetically modified salmon, aqua advantage salmon, all the fish that the company grows are female and therefore cannot breed with each other. So, you know, if you get this salmon, I don't know, alive and wanted to produce more of that, that's not going to happen because you won't be able to breed that fish without that technology. I guess it's a great way to um, certify your salmon and make sure that nobody steals uh, the technology. So uh, I don't know why it's only female and how exactly all it works. But again, you see, it's not exactly the same salmon as you would find uh, in the wild. Uh, and also, you know, what is genetical, genetic engineering or genetically modified um, foods in, in, in general? Well, genetically modified foods are foods whose genes have been changed to help them grow faster or for other purposes, such as becoming more resistant to bad weather or insects or both. Uh, and GMO uh, have not shown evidence of health risk in humans, uh, but they are one of the most debated topics in agriculture and in food industry. Uh, and, um, you know, that particular genetically engineered f salmon, uh, some journalists and critics already call Frankenfish. So, uh, make your decisions, uh, understand what it is, and uh, either you want to experiment with that or not. I'm sure the taste is going to be amazing, and they're probably going to engineer some super cool salmon that has more omega-3s, DHA and EPAs, and something else. Who knows they gonna, what they're going to come up with, right? You can make uh, almost anything happen in food right now. Like, for example, one of the companies that we're going to um, have on our show sometime soon is Brainiac. Uh, it's a company that the first company that started to create kids yogurts with omega-3 fatty acids uh, in them. So it's like brainy yogurt to improve uh, kids' mental performance and their um, 
their abilities to perform better at school in general. But, you know, dairy and omega-3 fatty acids, not sure how that's going to mix in our body and in our poor digestive system, who's soon going to encounter all kinds of franking foods. (laughs) And by franking foods, I don't really mean anything bad, because I'm just not sure. And nobody really sure. Um, So take a Try it at your own risk and um, and see what happens. <laughs> so that's it about our food story for today. Um, and really quickly, I want to discuss uh, a question that uh, these days I'm often a lot, like very often, a lot of people come to me and they tell me something like that. You know, I want to lose weight and I want to improve my health and I want to feel better and look better and I want to do it on a keto diet. Like, I know this diet works for you, but can you help me to make it work for me? Because for some reason, I cannot stick with it. I cannot follow through and I always end up binging. And Or maybe some people tell me, uh, I don't feel good. I feel low on energy. I need to fix it and... um, you know, change it so this keto diet works for me, even though I know it works for me. Like, what boggles my mind is when I hear something like that, I, I have a question. Like, at, at what point did you decide that keto diet works for you, even though you feel worse, you are low on energy, your health is not where it needs to be, you don't, you're not losing weight, uh, you're feeling shitty, uh, you cannot stick to this diet, but you think that this diet is working for you? Like, uh, what's the criteria of any diet or, or eating style when you say it works for me? Like, when something works for me, I feel amazing, my energy is amazing, and I have no problems sticking with it. Yes, you know, there are some moments that uh, you got to fix, like maybe um, because maybe some food causes indigestion or maybe... Um, you have uh, electrolyte imbalance, and that's why you don't feel good. But those should be minor issues that you can fix. If you do something for a prolonged period of time, and you feel that your life and your health gets worse, like, stop it. Do something else. Don't become that person who wants to make certain diet works. Like, I want to be paleo or I want to be keto. And even if I die, I'm going to be that. You know, it reminds me of my years of being a raw vegan when people were, like, in some religious cult. They're, like, you know, they were uh, losing hair or their teeth or their hormones were out of balance and... all kinds of shit would happen, but they would say like, oh, it's probably detox, or, uh, you know, I'm probably not doing it right. Maybe, you know, this just whole system is not sensible and doesn't work, and maybe it just doesn't work for you, so change it. You don't have to be on any diet to be healthy. And again, what is the criteria that tell you that that thing works for you? You should feel better. You You should have more energy. You should feel healthier. You should feel like more of your best self. You should feel like you more you are more alive because of this lifestyle. And you should feel that it is pretty easy compared to other things you tried to maintain it. If you you know, also I hear a lot of people say, like this diet works for me, but I keep binging or I keep falling off the wagon. 
The reason that you keep falling off the wagon or you keep binging on stuff or keep having those, you know, weird cravings that that you can't ignore it's because it's not exactly working for you. And, um, you know, I, I'm not sure if it doesn't work because you do something in a weird way or because your diet is just not balanced or you do it in a wrong way. But also maybe it's just not the thing that's going to work for you. Maybe that thing doesn't work for your body, no matter how cool it sounds. Again, if you're feeling worse, if your health getting worse, what you do, it's not working for you. And if you've been doing it for a while, it's probably not going to work for you. So change it. Don't be that religious, stubborn freak who, who's dedicated to some diet, even if it makes you feel like shit. It, it, it makes your whole life to become that obsession about this diet. And you feel, you don't feel like, you know, socializing and spending time with your family and friends, or you don't feel you don't have energy for your work, something that is truly important. You know, diet is not what you live for. Even, you know, I'm a nutritionist, I'm a health coach, and I'm super passionate about food industry. But that's, but my diet, what I eat is not my life. Like, I want to change something. I want to change food industry. I want to help a lot of people. Um, so what I eat and whether I'm, I'm able to stick to a particular diet is not my life purpose, not like my, the meaning of my life. Um, so be like, have some kind of common sense. Don't try to make something work. If it doesn't work for you, change it, do something else. There are millions of ways to eat healthy. And on that subject, millions of ways to eat healthy. Um, I get asked a lot, like, what is really simple way to eat if I want to start feeling better, if I want to improve my eating habits, if I want to start also losing weight? So, like, what is the way to try that is really simple, doesn't require me to count carbs, calories, or whatever? And, uh, like, what do I do? So, this is my recipe for this is for people who are not really dedicated to becoming fat adapted or keto adapted, who are not really into low carb, but who want to have more or less balanced, healthy eating habits. Uh, that means eating healthy foods, but also at this point in their life or your life, if you want to lose weight and need something simple and you're not dedicated to becoming keto adapted or whatever. So this is the plan that I recommend to a lot of people who ask me. Really simple. So first, figure out how to make 14 hour hours of daily fasting happen. So from your dinner to your breakfast, there should be 14 hours. Um, so let's say you finish eating by 7 p.m., then your breakfast should not be earlier than 9 a.m. And between 7 p.m. and 9 a.m., uh, you can consume black coffee, you can consume herbal teas if it's at night uh, and uh, you don't want to interrupt uh, or worsen your sleep quality. So uh, unsweetened teas, unsweetened uh, coffees, um, you can drink, um, again, black coffee, green tea, herbal tea, anything that doesn't have any calories or sweeteners or anything. 
So you fast from 7 p.m. to 9 a.m. or whatever time works for you. Try to make your meal finished by um, three hours before going to bed because it's also important to um, help with your brain health, your energy metabolism, your nutrient metabolism, your gut health. So three hours before bed, you don't eat and 14 hours of fasting. So make it happen. Uh, Then schedule your three meals a day. You can also have two meals, but I recommend to have three meals. Um, Maybe you're going to have, I don't know, two meals that you have at home that are kind of bigger meals and maybe one meal as a snack. Anyway, three meals a day. This is the program for that. Breakfast. Uh, Make it simple. I usually recommend take three eggs, three whole eggs, the best quality possible. Either hard boil them, make an omelette, make scramble, whatever. And add either one avocado, um, you can eat it by itself, or add some vegetables, any kind of non-starchy vegetables, maybe uh, sauté some spinach, um, maybe uh, use for all the meals, for all the cooking, you know, weight loss is one of the goals of this plan. So for all the cooking, all the um, all the meals, you use one tablespoon of added fats, or uh, if you don't add any fats, you can use um, 10 to 12 nuts, so small handful of nuts. For this particular, for breakfast, three eggs, you can use one tablespoon, for example, of grass-fed butter, you can fry your eggs in that, add some vegetables, and that's your breakfast. Then between your breakfast, lunch, between your lunch and your dinner, you can drink non-caloric drinks. Again, can be black coffee. Green tea helps a lot with fat metabolism, with um, making your hunger less. So green tea helps a lot. Black coffee, different teas, maybe um, water with some fruits added it to make it a little bit um, flavored, but not juice. But, you know, for example, you cut strawberries and you put it in your bottle of water and it will give it um, some strawberry uh, taste. Then also you can add some lemon juice, freshly squeezed lemon juice for to flavor your water. That also works perfectly. So breakfast, three eggs in any way you like them, uh, veggies or uh, an avocado will do. And then we go into our lunch for lunch. For lunch and dinner, actually, guys, you either have fish or chicken or meat. Try to get, again, the best quality possible, uh, not cooked in any vegetable oils like sunflower, safflower, soybean, cotton, seed, canola, uh, corn oil, so none of that. Uh, your The only fats that you add is that tablespoon that we talked about. So tablespoon of fat, either olive oil or coconut oil or grass-fed butter or ghee or avocado oil. Those are the fats that you use. And if you don't use any fats, like for example, if you just cook your salmon or your chicken or whatever in water with some vegetables, then you can uh, add um, a small handful of nuts to your meal for healthy fats. So have a piece of fish, a piece of chicken or a piece of meat for your lunch and your dinner. Uh, And that piece of uh, meat should be somewhere around um, like your hand with your fingers and all, maybe a little bit smaller, like an inch thick. So that's the amount of meat, fish or chicken you want to have, like your hand. Uh, 
that's the size of uh, your meat and somewhere around inch maybe a couple of inches thick um well maybe not a couple depends maybe make it like your um hand that's uh, the way the good way to measure it and then veggies uh, if you have a big plate, that half of that plate should be your non-starchy veggies, and that can be uh, fresh salads. Try to include, you know, some fresh vegetables and some cooked vegetables. Maybe for lunch you have a salad, and maybe for dinner you have cooked vegetables and non-starchy vegetables. So anything but potatoes and cooked carrots or cooked up. Uh, pumpkins and squashes, those are also starchy foods. So anything but starch, uh, um, those are the non-starchy vegetables. So again, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, spinach, bok choy, um, Swiss chard, uh, all kinds of greens, uh, uh, maybe tomatoes and cucumbers, um, anything like that. Uh, you get the idea, cauliflower. Uh, and then for your starch or, or your carb, uh, Take a handful of whole grains, maybe rice, maybe quinoa, maybe buckwheat, uh, or uh, one potato, one medium potato, or a piece of fruit, whole fruit, uh, and everything should be the size, kind of like of your handful. So handful of starchy foods like potatoes or sweet potatoes uh, or whole grains like rice or uh, beans, beans also, um, what else? Again, or medium potato or fruit or, or, or. So you either have one of those, either grains or potatoes or fruit. Uh, and that you have for lunch and for dinner. For breakfast, we don't have any starch. We either have um, some vegetables um, cooked with one tablespoon of either um, butter or, or, or olive oil or coconut oil, uh, or we have an avocado. So manage your fats consciously and responsibly. For lunch and dinner, piece of fish, chicken, or meat, size of your hand, and vegetables. Half of your plate or four, three, four feast size servings of non-starchy vegetables, and then handful of either whole grains or potato, one potato, sweet potato, or regular potato, uh, or a piece of fruit, basically whole fruit, uh, or, and that's it. And if you don't use any oils or butters, um, have a small handful, maybe like 10, 12 nuts, um, uh, any nuts you love, but make sure they're not roasted in any oil. And that's it, really simple plan. And if you do that uh, for a couple of weeks, um, I'm sure you're going to see some really amazing progress when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, um, especially if you uh, keep yourself active uh, and have pretty good metabolic health. So that's a simple plan, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, that we talked about, 14-hour uh, fasting window, three hours before bedtime, you don't eat anything, and you'll start feeling better, looking better, sleeping better, having more energy, and finally losing that weight. And uh, today we also talked about genetically engineered salmon and genetically engineered foods. Make sure that you read the labels when you buy any any seafood, any meat, or yeah, any kind of food. Um, I do not choose genetically modified foods, and I do not eat them. Uh, I just don't want to be a part of that experiment. Choose um, 
choose wisely, make your own decisions and understand what you're eating and how it's made and where it comes from. And that's about it for uh, for today, guys. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions, uh, if you tried genetically modified foods. Uh, if you're curious, you know, maybe go to Whole Foods. They're probably going to have it uh, one of the first uh, uh, companies. So the name of the salmon, uh, again, it's called uh, Aqua Advantage or Aqua Bounty. And the company is Canadian. The technology is Canadian, but it's going to be produced in Indiana uh, in U.S. And That's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening. And as usual, as always, eat better daily.